Frequency Matters, the RF and Microwave Update Series. I'm Pat Hindle. I'm here with my co-host Gary LaRude. In this episode, we're going to take a look at our August Millimeter Wave Technology and European Microwave Week themed issue. The cover feature is very interesting. It's entitled From Reconfigurable Intelligent Surfaces to Millimeter Wave Beamforming, and it's written by authors from Greener Wave, located in Paris, France. And they originally developed this technology for reconfigurable intelligent surfaces in the uh, academia and they wanted to launch a company and they didn't really see a market for that yet so they decided to apply the beamforming technique that they developed and it's very energy efficient and flexible and shows tremendous promise for millimeter wave applications. Gary, I think you had looked into this story too. Did you have some comments? Yeah, I found the article really interesting on two levels. First, the technology and it's also a fascinating story of business creation a startup that, as you said, has a technology that seems to have a perfect market application, yet it's too early for the market because the dominant players aren't really ready to engage. And I love one line from the author Jeffrey LaRossi's article. He says, quote, as physicists, we didn't know about business models or product market fit, and we thought that the technology was self-sufficient enough to start a successful company. Well, that's a classic line. So fortunately, they pivot and with some good engineering and luck, find a market that is looking for a steerable millimeter wave antenna. So it's a great story, I think. And I'll highlight a couple of other articles in the issue. Joe Madden shares his perspective about the ideal spectrum for 6G. And spoiler alert, it's not terahertz. And we have a technical article on millimeter wave PA design written by David Farkas, who's the CEO of Nextbeam. Pat, how about uh, back to you? So turning to the news, the Global Mobile Supplier Association released their findings of their new report for 2G and 3G shutoffs, and that was for the July month. And they found that 135 operators have either completed, planned, or in progress of shutting down the 2G and 3G technologies, and that's in 68 countries and territories. The report says that 75 operators in 42 countries have either completed or planned 2G switchoffs, and 23 operators in 14 countries have completed the 2G switchoffs. And then for 3G, 75 operators in 40 countries and territories have completed or planned or are in progress of the switchoff, and 26 operators in 15 countries have completed the move off of 3G. So it's taken forever to get off of 2 and 3G, but we're finally getting to that point. And then according to a new report published by the Dell Oro Group, Near-term open RAN and VRAN projections have been revised upward and they reflect a higher starting point because there's improved momentum in the market. The global cumulative open RAN revenues and radio and that baseband services are now projected to approach 20 billion over the next five years and account for 15% by the 2026 RAN market. And so it seems like they're catching on faster and faster. And the same group also looked at the demand for microwave transmission equipment, and that's set to increase in the next year due to future 5G deployments. And this growth is driven by new 5G markets that rely on the wireless backhaul. For the cumulative period, including years 2022 through 2026, the microwave transmission equipment revenue is projected to be $18 billion. And the technology segment that has the highest five-year growth is E-band, so that's very interesting. The E and V band market forecast is expected to grow at a 25% CAGR, so that's the highest growth area, so that's very interesting. Gary, what did you see in the news? 
Well, uh, building on your comment about E-Band, um, they'll get a boost certainly from India, which just completed its 5G auction. They uh, auctioned some 72 gigahertz of spectrum. Of course, of course, most of that is at millimeter wave. And they raised the equivalent of $19 billion, 99% of that from three operators. The government says rollout will begin by October, and both Ericsson and Nokia have announced contract awards for the 5G infrastructure. And last week, the FCC started auctioning 2.5 gigahertz spectrum across the U.S. with up to three spectrum blocks per county, or just over 8,000 licenses. T-Mobile already holds most of the 2.5 gigahertz spectrum in the U.S. used for cellular, perhaps the main benefit of their Sprint acquisition. And so uh, turning to events, uh, August issue had coverage of the European Microwave Week event, and that's taking place September 25th through the 30th in Milan. Uh, this will be the 25th European Microwave Week, and the theme is Creative Microwaves, and it's kind of inspired by the artistic past of Milan. Leonardo da Vinci uh, did spend some time there and did some of his famous paintings. So in addition to the three conferences that normally make up the week, there will also be special forums on defense and security, automotive radar, and transition from 5G to 6G. So those would be great additions. And there will be six opening and closing sessions with a total of 100 technical sessions for the week. In addition, there will be about 200 exhibiting companies in the exhibition, and it's a little bit better than expected turnout than we had in London. So it should be a little bit bigger event as we make our way back after COVID. So we hope to see everybody in Milan. Yes, and we should also mention that our friend and colleague Helen Duncan wrote a profile of the Italian microwave industry, which is in the August issue. She calls it Pasta Pizza Parlando di Microonde, and pardon my Italian. The article really captures Italy's vibrant RF microwave industry. And that wraps up this episode, sponsored by RFMW, a highly regarded distributor of RF microwave and millimeter wave products from the leading suppliers in the industry. And from what I hear, Joel is planning to launch an eclectic line of apparel. So start your next design project at the RFMW website, and maybe you can even add to your wardrobe. While we can't offer apparel, we can offer a free subscription to Microwave Journal, if you work or study or have retired from the microwave industry, go to the Microwave Journal website, look for the magazine tab, and click subscribe. Thanks for joining us today. We'll be back in a couple weeks.